0: So, you're saying, Yo, third dude, I just got paid, and I want to get laid. Might your humble narrator suggest a live Smodco show? See lists list all the upcoming performances, with links to tickets. As for getting laid, that's all on you, amigo. We just make you laugh till you shit your pants. The smonsters of talk could be coming to your town. Go to seesmod.com and find out smodco's been blasting its own brand of fuck yeah for years in all forms of media if you're saying hold up sir dude what about video games we got that market covered too visit smartcade.com to learn about two count them, two games for your ios and android device jay and silent bob grace your mobile with too fat to fly and let us dance Get your game on, Smod Goblins. Check out Smarcade.com. Smodco Internet Radio broadcasts the free funny. But you can broadcast your Smodco love with merchandise: Shirts, posters, comics, memorabilia, and more. Jayandsilentbob.com is your hub for comic book men, secret stash, and Kevin Smith's cinematic catalog. It's an online one-stop shop that fulfills your need, minus the weed. Jayandsilentbob.com. Book market, berber. every
1: saga has a middle age and this is what happens when jane saw and bob get old i'm kevin smith jason muse how are you sir i'm good i'm good we're gonna get to the conclusion of a very long story we've been telling for a few weeks because i'm getting a lot of shit on the internet about it (laughs) everyone's like all these cliffhangers fuck you you're not lost you look like hurley but you're not lost (laughs) so uh eventually we're gonna get to it but before we get there what uh what did you do this week
2: uh, I didn't do anything exciting. I hung out with Jordan a bunch because she is, well, she left to go to Europe. So I had to spend some time in trying to have sex and, you know. That Why were you him, trying
1: to have sex?
0: Why weren't you, you really.
2: Well, I did a few times, but it takes, it like a couple days has to build up. And then I gotta, I gotta, I gotta really just beg her to have sex with me.
1: So, Was there ever a time where that wasn't the case, or you in the
2: beginning? In the beginning, we used to have sex like four times a day, but it doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like, come on,
1: come on, just a little bit. Anyway, and there. the answer is no. You got to pull my move, dude. You can't. Your problem is you always aim too high. If you're getting no up there, you got to aim lower. Where you're like, let me jerk off, and you watch. <laughs> That's and that If she's work. just like no, you would be like, well, let me jerk off on your leg. Let me just jerk off. Be involved somehow, you know.
2: She, uh, she wants to, you know what's funny? She wants to do it in the morning and I don't like, and I'm too tired and I have to piss when I wake up. So I think it's funny because I know you like to do it in the morning, right? But your, your
1: wife, let's swap
2: wives. (laughs) My old lady won't do it in the morning, man. She wants to do it in the morning, mainly in the morning and not at all at night in the afternoon. She's a morning. And I'm not because I wake up and I'm
1: just crazy. How can you not be? What do you mean? I've, seen, I've literally seen you wake up with a fucking rock hard cock. But it's and pissed. I only know that because you're like, look, moves. Well, it's a, <laughs> it's a piss boner, so
2: I can't yeah. do it with a piss boner. I can't Why have not? sex with a piss boner. Because I usually last about four minutes. So if I have a piss boner, I last about a minute for some reason. It's like real sensitive. Right. But you're but not yeah, getting laid at all.
1: Why not go for the minute?
2: That's true. I'm <laughs> fucking thing. Thank you. <laughs> can you uh, get
1: up and take a leak and then be able to fuck afterwards?
2: Yeah, but I can't fuck right after, which I wish I could. Why not right
1: after? I have right like two after? friends. Like your shit goes down as you're pissing? I piss through a fucking heart. And I'm like, hold on, and push it down and shit. Oh, no, no, I could do that. I do because that's the fucking diamond cutting boner. That's the <laughs> most impressive boner of the day, man. Can't miss that. That's like missing the opening of the movie. Oh, no,
2: I thought you meant like after I have sex and I come, can I go again? Oh no! Right after, like, I have a buddy who like can pull out, come, and then put it right back in and go again. Like, I have to hang out, piss, and smoke a butt. Yeah,
1: I have to get into a lot of discussion. Is that okay? Did I sweat on you too much? Yeah. (laughs) Did you come? Yeah, yeah. Did you come? Did I come (laughs) today?
2: Um. So that would that was about it. And I got to see her off, and uh, and I'm a little nervous. I've been reading on the internet all this stuff, like the warning, the alerts. Like what the turkeys she's going to Turkey, and the alerts for like the pickpocketers and the kidnappings and all this weird I, stuff. What, well, I don't even there's know. It's a big a-
1: alert, bro. Where? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and they're alerting us she's here listening. in America. They're like, hey, don't go to Turkey.
2: <laughs> well, if you go <laughs> online, they have like a website that you can look up where there's like uh, uh, alerts into like the. I don't know how to. Well, you know they tell you to Don't be careful distracted
1: here. by the dog like the audience isn't even distracted by the dog uh-huh. you're yeah. the guy doing the show uh-huh. and you're like so anyway in turkey uh-huh. oh, there's a dog with a curly tail
2: <laughs> so yes there's, there's a website that tells you to be careful if you go here because there's bombs and over here there's you know kidnappings and what are you more worried happen.
1: about terrorism or her possibly cheating on you with a stranger in a train
0: in her mouth
2: yeah <laughs> no I'm a little nervous about I don't know. I've watched too many movies like Taken and shit. What, you <laughs> you think me, you're like, Liam Neeson and shit? Yeah, I'm going to go
1: out there and like, oh! <laughs> he <fucking> wanted to <laughs> change the date of the show because he's like, i got to keep my weekends open in case she gets Taken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then I had this awesome thing where I was on my way here and I came out and where I used to live in that loft I was talking about. Uh, <laughs> Andy Dick lived, lived next door. T V Andy an, Dick? Yeah, Andy Dick who's a very interesting... He's a funny, nice, nice guy, but I come out and he's like, yay. Yeah. And I'm like, do you, do you live here too now? <laughs> what do you mean? he's like, ah, he was just that like that. I, d- like, I don't think that is Andy Dick, dude. It was Andy <laughs> Dick's more like, hi. <laughs> he was little like that. Yeah, was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, but the weirdest thing is he, he hugged me and he didn't just like kiss my cheek. He started like kissing my face. <laughs> and it was a real awkward moment because I'm like, all right, I don't want to be a dick. Or like to be like, what are you doing? But And then he did it like, three European more times. Dudes, that's just European. Is that weird, though? Do you think if someone's like kissing... Like, when I see you, I don't hug you and be like... <laughs> and kiss your face, you right? You should.
1: What would you do? Um, that's what they do over, overseas, man. You meet some of Italy or fucking France. So he's like... And they kiss both sides of your face. I'm like, well, that's overdoing it, don't you think?
2: No, this is one side, and it was like multiple slow... <laughs> Long so he was just making out with your cheekbone? Pretty boner? much. And they started going down to my neck almost. <laughs> and I got sort of a boner, that diamond-cutting hard boner. You had a piss boner. <laughs> no, but, uh, but that was interesting. But, uh, yeah. And then he was like, hey, man, where are you going? I go, I'm going to the castle to do – Kevin and I are doing live podcast." And he's like, I want to be a guest. Oh really? Yeah. So we'll see what happens here. Maybe he'll and want he's to at come Uncrew, and
1: will kiss you. Yeah. Oh, I would love I to. to be, I was you. a huge news radio fan, so Matthew Brock could kiss me all he wants. Was um, that his character's name? That was his character, and like you could tell by the fucking res- that resonance in the audience that everybody loves and saw <laughs> news radio. Um, yeah, I, I'm, you should have him on. He's had some substance abuse problems in the past, if I remember correctly. I've seen I some allegations so. in the news. I've heard. I don't know what's what's true and what's not. I saw not. some famous people yesterday. I've heard. You did? Who? Yeah, I went to the VMA's
2: how was that that's why we we're here today and not yesterday huh
1: yeah yeah. we had to move the show by day because the kid wanted to go to the vmas and shit now Justin i have bieber. a real kid of my own not like a foster kid <laughs> who's like take care of me moves <laughs> um she she wanted to go to the vmas in a big bad way And, and which uh, one
2: what was her favorite bieber or she M&M? was, she was definitely
1: she was actually interested in, in seeing in seeing both and and the uh, bieber of it all i was okay with because i'm like he's canadian you think do I like Canadian, so I get think, behind that.
2: Do you think some way that's subconsciously she likes the new Eminem now? Because all his songs pretty much are about recovery, right? So do you think she sort of realizes because she's like my fucking junkie uncle? <laughs> I've seen <laughs> <laughs> my fucking... Junkle? Junkle J, Junkle J. She like knows, but she doesn't, and she's like, I don't know why. I it think
1: is. it's more like, hey, it's got a beat and I can dance to it.
2: No, but so does Drake. Drake's like, she likes it too. Dude, dude, I'm guy. not saying she only likes
1: I'm like, you can but only But it. I think she was excited about Eminem, though. She was excited about Eminem, but just but like, the same way her. she's excited about the rest of them. Every one of them, dude, came out. She was just like, oh, I can't wait. Oh, this is my favorite. Oh, this one's the best. You know, and I was just did you like, have all well,
2: little screaming girls around you?
1: I had a lot of kids around me. There was one dude who was like a DJ, uh, like a mixer, scratcher DJ from Kansas. And at one point, he was looking at me and he's like, are you in movies? And I was like, oh, I used to be. <laughs>
2: So then it wasn't—it wasn't like when I brought her the Kids' Choice Awards, which was no. screaming young girls because the Jonas Brothers were there. But there were young people insane. that no
1: Jonas and shit. What? Did, how did she react at the Jonas place? She was—she was chill the whole time.
2: It was the little girls around us? they were like, Aah! even she. And Harley had... was
1: like, "How fucking unbecoming." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's weird, you know. I mean, she's not weird. She's a tween. They're all the same, and she's kind of like. Uh, don't draw attention to us. Don't draw attention to us. I'm like look at me
0: <laughs>
1: How can I not I'm fucking so fat I wear the same outfit every day I'm loud and people know me because I was thrown off an airplane like you if, if you're gonna be with me kid, you're gonna be looked at you know, so uh But she was kind of she did so much looking last night man We got to the red carpet and I just usually I fucking dash in I'm not a picture taker uh, I know what I look like and I don't huh. need to be reminded um but she was just like can we go on the red carpet and i was like oh, uh, okay you know and so then you wait to jockey for the carpet. this is like one of the things i hate about it it's just like look i don't even want to do this please don't make me feel like i have to wait in line behind my better like, i want <laughs> totally and i'm and they're like you can't go yet katy perry's got to show her boobs first <laughs> you know i'm like okay i'll show mine if i can go first um, so we we were about to go, and I don't know who it was, man, because the, that, and that's the late motif of the whole night is me going, who's that? Who's this? Who's that? Man. Who's that? I didn't know anybody and shit. And there was a rap guy who came in. I don't know who it was. Hit the carpet, and he had a fistful of, I mean, I'm estimating at least five thousand dollars in hundred dollar bills. Might have had to be more because what he did was he stopped to take his picture, and he just went poof, and he threw a big wad of money at all the photographers, and it just kind of fell to the red carpet. And I'm staring at it, and all I can think about is that scene in, in Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> where the Joker is spreading money around and shit, and everybody's like, yeah! And they touch it, and they get poisoned and whatnot. So I'm like, I'm, I ain't going for it and whatnot. <laughs> no way am I fucking touching that shit. And uh, But I'm about the only person on the red carpet, with the exception of like uh, the Katy Perry's of the world and the Selena Gomez's, who didn't fucking drop and start scrambling. It was crazy, it was like people were just like, money, and they were all in toxes. I couldn't understand it, and I was so proud of my kid, because I fucking looked over, Not she didn't once, like, make the and kit and she loves, she's like, I wouldn't call her a miser, but she is kind of like, she's a little Scrooge McDuckish. She gets money, she puts it away, like in a bank, and if you're ever like, oh, shit, man, I need 20 bucks, she's just like, well, I'll, I'll give it to you, but you have to give me 40 back. You know? I'm like, you little fucking Shylock, you came from my cum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true. It better be true. um So that happened. We watched the money fucking fly and shit. And I was so proud of her. She didn't drop, pick up the money. She was just like looking at everybody doing. She got scared too, in a weird way. I was like, I'm so glad you didn't go for the money. She was like, I, honestly, I was just too scared too. I was like, why? She's like, everybody was grabbing for it. It was kind of weird. And it was. It was just this really weird. Wacky scene
2: where the photographers, so do you think the photographers
1: couldn't because they were behind the rope and shit. And the photographers were like, fuck, we're going for the money. Let's take a picture of all the fucking scappy (laughs) fucks going for the money. So, So God willing, they were snapping away at everybody like so do you think Reaching he did for that them.
2: for that reason so he could sit there and be like "Ha ha ha,
1: ha, ha. I have no idea why he did it when he first did it though I was like can't be real money but fucking it was insanely real money it was all hundred dollar bills and shit and people were walking away holding multiples going I can't believe it's real like, stuffing oh, it in their pocket oh,
0: oh, oh. <laughs> totally
1: And when I was like when is somebody going to throw some sandwiches
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, got it, I got it, man but I'm really hungry
1: uh, look yeah. out <laughs> um the uh and then what do we do? We went in uh inside and, and uh sat down. We had tremendous fucking seats, man. The, the dude from MTV, I think his name's Van Tolfer, gave us really nice seats. I rarely reach out for anything. You know me, I don't like to do anything, go anywhere and owe anybody anything. But when yeah, the kid asked <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> But when the kid asked I was just like, All right, if we're gonna go, let's get fucking let's get the good shit. So we got two rows back from the stage. Beautiful view. Um, the kid the whole time is just doing this everywhere, looking around, turning around. She's just like, the people from that Jersey Shore show are behind us. And I was like, they're beneath us too.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but uh, people like Selena Gomez started talking to some chick, uh, who's on the Sweet Life. Of, I think her Brenda Song is her name. She's on the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody they started talking like right over the kid and she looked like she was going to explode cuz those are two people from her that. world yeah they were like right there she saw Miranda Cosgrove like all these weird celebrities in her world where i'm like who the fuck are these people <laughs> like none of these people are famous i've never heard of them but they're all well dressed and everybody seems to know who they are so i guess I watch they are wizards
2: famous. of Waverly place
1: she does i don't i don't join her i'm like hey what's going on with the we're wizards there. this week we're
2: awesome it's a great show <laughs>
1: um but she was she was she, you do watch it? I do.
2: I did for a while. Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waysville Place. You watch fucking
1: Disney Channel? Yes. You got. We got to get you on a Disney Channel commercial. Hello, I'm Junkle Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Join me every morning for Playhouse Disney. <laughs> what the fuck's going don't. on, dude? Oh. What is she Stop doing? It. Stop it. You Stop it. it. I don't know. Hit your dog doing. in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I would never.
1: Um, uh, where was it? I do So like we're that sitting show, there, though. we're sitting there, we're sitting there watching, uh, act after act comes up, dude. The only person I, I knew whilst we were sitting there pre show, Rosario Dawson at one point came by and she stopped, she saw, I waved to her and she stopped, came over and she's talking to Harley. Like she does one of those things where like, like I'm her friend, but she started talking to the kid. And I'm like, what the fuck is this, man? But anyway, it was a cute thing to do, so I let it go and shit. And she was just like, oh my god, you've gotten so big. And I was like, you talking to her, (laughs) mate. She looked lovely. She was beautiful. Um, and then she moved on and shit like that. Rest of the night, dude, act after act would come out. Fucking from the host all the way on down to the end of the show. I literally would constantly turn to my kid and be like, who's that? And then she'd be like, that? That's this person. Oh, what do they do? She's always their singer. Oh. And then the next one would come up and I'd be like, who's this girl? And she'd be like, oh, that's from this band. I was like, oh, I didn't hear any of these fucking people. Like, I started feeling scared, like a senile old man lost, like in a city. Like I'd missed my boss and shit. And I was just like, I don't know how to get home. (laughs) Oh, it was so fucking strange until the end. Every fucking person after person. dude, I didn't even know what Lady Gaga looked like and shit. But she was easy to pick out. She was wearing a big outfit. Uh, A few outfits. And every time she changed, my kid was like, she changed her outfit. She changed her outfit. And I was just like, so what? I change my clothes all the time. You know Drake. She's like, no, you don't. Um... I did. I saw Drake. That was cool. That's the one kid I did recognize. Just I'm like, what's Jimmy from Degrassi doing here? <laughs> and he's out of the wheelchair. God bless him, you know?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, he was smooth. Like, they put together. I watched him put huge, together guy. their set. He's massive. Fucking massive. Yeah. He sang with Mary J. Blige and whatnot. And they put together this old Hollywood kind of set. It was interesting. It was a real education from fucking start to finish. Because I, I, I just realized how fucking out of touch I am and how old I am and shit. Until the very end of the show when they brought Cher out to present an award and then finally my kid turned to me she's like who's that and I was like well and I told her I was like that's Cher motherfucker Cher <laughs> um it was weird though it was a real fucking it was an eye-opener and whatnot but it was uh it was fun I, was so sure so it was perform. The... I thought that was fucking impressive you liked it oh he was good dancer I don't know what you're singing about. Did you wind up dancing at all? Oh yeah, I totally fucking, you know. You were embarrassed and shit, you're like, I'm not dancing hard. No, I I would put a little sway into it, a little boogie back and forth and shit, and every once in a while I get self-conscious, like, what must this look like from behind? And we we're way up front, like two <laughs> rows from the stage. So I'm like, I, and then I'd stop, like I can't do this. We're probably looking at my back fat. <laughs> then the music is so intoxicating, I, I said, "Fuck the fat," you know, that stuff. <laughs> what if Lady Gaga like came down and show. grabbed your hand and
2: pulled you up on the stage? Totally. Anyone, She's like, gaga,
1: gah, ra- rah,
2: rah, rah, <laughs> rah." Ra- <laughs> uh,
1: we're gonna start. Uh, Dogma can the can trip to Dogma. Uh, real quick story. Uh, we are, uh, showing the flick, uh, out of competition at the, uh, 1999 Cannes Film Festival. Uh, everybody, pretty much everybody goes over. I mean, Matt wasn't there, but Ben was there, Linda was there, Rock went, Alan Rickman. Uh, I was there, and you were going as well. And we actually had to get a passport, I think, for, for you to go, because yeah. you'd gone to shoot in Canada at one point, but you didn't need a passport to do that at one, at that time. So we got you a passport to go. You were still using at that point. You were staying more at your mom's. And I was real like out of sight, out of mind. If he says mothers, there's nothing I could do about it and whatnot. But this trip, you were going to be with me all the time. So you were like, I guess you didn't tell us. Because um, it was real kind of don't ask, don't tell kind of moment. My mind was too much on everything else. that I was like, I can't deal with your fucking shit. I'm dealing with my shit right now. I'm not going to ask you about drugs. Don't fucking tell me about drugs. Problem is you didn't bring any fucking drugs. And a drug addict needs drugs or else mm-hmm. some shit goes foul. And we got to France, <laughs> and I guess you were just thinking, like, there'll be drugs everywhere. I saw Killing Zoe, you know? <laughs> There's going to be heroin everywhere. And fucking there was no heroin to be found. I mean, am I correct? You got there, you know, was the, just dry.
2: The sad part was is they sell, like, uh it wasn't Vicodin, but they sell like Vicodin over the county. You can go up and buy it, and they're 10 milligrams, mm-hmm. and, like, 500 milligrams Tylenol or whatever i don't know the name of it but my habit was so big that i bought a ten pack and i swallowed all ten of them and i still didn't feel better mm. and then i swallowed another ten of them but because of all the tylenol i was like Egh. and then i they also sold uh... coating cough medicine liquid coating so i was like Whoa! <laughs> and then i swallowed that and and none of it worked and all it did was make me feel worse because i felt dope sick and my stomach hurt so bad and uh... yeah i was so, uh, yeah, it didn't work out
1: so well. The astounding thing was watching you, um, cause I didn't watch cause you didn't do it in front of us, but we came back. I was summoned back to the hotel. Empty package of, of tablets, which mm-hmm. was like, it wasn't Vicodin, but kind of their generic over the counter, uh, Vicodin light or something like that. And a bottle of, um, of liquid codeine, which is probably about half of this. So I, I don't know what this is. This is a liter. So half a liter or something like mm-hmm. is this a pint? Quart. Fuck. <laughs> um, so about half a pint or something like that, just gone. You had down, you'd mm. taken the pills and downed it with liquid fucking codeine. It was amazing that you didn't fucking die. You just felt nauseous. Like what would kill a normal person? Mm. Your roach-like constitution <laughs> was able to absorb, and you're like, <laughs> "What's next?" <Yeah." laughs> so I got called back to the hotel. Scott's like, "You got back?" I said, "Why?" He goes, "Muse." I said, "Jesus Christ!" And you'd been bitching since we got there. About like, I don't like it here, I want to go home. And we couldn't change your flight because, number one, we didn't make the flight arrangements, Miramax did. <coughs> Excuse me. And number two, um, the flight, to change the flight was like 5,000 bucks mm. just to change the ticket, to let you go home earlier without having to do anything that you had been flown there to do. So naturally Miramax was just like, um, why are we doing this? I don't quite understand. So I get back to the room. And because you felt sick, I guess you would call the doctor and tried the whole, I fell off the bed, I fell off the bed. <laughs> and you tried it in fucking France <laughs> with a Parisian doctor who didn't speak English. And he was just like, Quah, you know, I fell off the bed, you know, qu'est-ce que c'est? And so by the time I got there, the problem was he looked you over, did whatever he could, wrote you a fucking script, which you couldn't understand, um, and was waiting to get paid, and you had no money. So the dude was standing there waiting for money and shit. So Mosier brings me back and I peel off some fucking Francs and give it to the dude and he's just speaking in French, can't understand anything except when he finally points, tapping his the forearm, he was going, Le Janque, Janque <laughs> And I was just like, What's that mean? He's like, Junko, Junco. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was uh it, it it got bad when we eventually left. Um can you didn't enjoy one iota i don't even think you attended the screening
2: no i well i did i remember i i didn't go for the screening but i had i went for the like walk up them stairs That's i remember red, and stuff palette, and as soon yeah. as the movie started i bolted back and then i do remember i went out with um i went out with ben and um i can't believe i can't remember his name anyway so i went out with him and and Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vince Vaughn, I think it was. In camp. Ben, yeah, yeah. I went out with Ben and Vince Vaughn. Only you,
1: dude. It was just like I was going through DTS. It real hurt. It hurt so much. I was in such pain. So I went out with Ben and Vince Vaughn. <laughs> well, I went out because I figured if I drank, that I would. Did that, that ever help? With... Did drinking ever alleviate not being able to do your poison of choice? Without, you know, if you didn't have heroin, could drinking help?
2: Well, drink, drinking would help when I got, like, I would drink and I'd start getting buzzed and it would go away, but as soon as the buzz started going away, I'd feel worse because I'd be dope sick and then I'd be, like, crappy from the booze and stuff. Right. So, like, I went out thinking, okay, not I'll go drink Not to mention you're not the
1: most pleasant drunk either. No. You kind of you got a little edge to it. You got two choices. <laughs> well,
2: because at that point I'm drunk and I'm miserable and... But I figured if I went out to this club, I'm like, all right, well, maybe I'll, you know, people will be like partying and be like, here's some dope, here's some coke and drugs mm-hmm. and uh, none of that. Is that, that how happened. it
1: works? People give it to you while they're dancing?
2: Yeah, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you're like, hey, let's just maybe, yeah. <laughs> let me just break this popping and locking. There's, like, there's like signs and shit they are like... <laughs> And that means, like, you want some coke and shit. Like, I mean, <laughs>
0: Catch your signs and
2: shit. <laughs> but I winded up dri- getting buzzed, but I felt so uncomfortable because, like, Ben and, and... Are you
1: asking those cats? Like, at this point, do you ask Ben, like, yo, where can I get heroin? He's like, I don't
2: know. No, no, no. We were just sit. We went there, and they, like, set up this nice table, like, VIP shit, and... And we were sitting there, and I was sort of just trying to feel out if I could sense that anyone was fucked up, and I could sort of ask them for drugs. And I was drinking and getting buzzed. So you all, well, how do you how sense?
1: Do they have? You have some sort of like spider <laughs> sense really like, Oh
2: yeah, well no, because you'll see people they'll be like, <sighs> and like they'll be doing that. And what shit. if they just have a
1: cold? You're like, hey man, I want to do drugs? No, they're like, they, I got a cold. They try
2: to get the drip. I know, I could tell because they drip, or you could tell. I could tell if someone's eyes are pinned if they're high on opiates, like uh-huh. if they're. If I usually had, could tell. you When you say pin,
1: you mean the... The, the
2: people's pinned and their eyes pin. are like glazed over. And I, I could usually tell. I can usually tell if they're doing coke or they're on opiates of some sorts. You would have been uh, so um, helpful
1: to have around when I was trying to tell if you were
2: on drugs. <laughs> right? I'm like... <laughs> I like looking at him and I'm like, he's on drugs. <laughs> Let's get him move. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, but that was, a, it just was a bad idea. wind up going out and they were doing their thing and they were getting, like they were getting all this attention from like hot, you know, pussy and stuff.
1: And I was sitting there like... <laughs> And you did. You looked so fucking bad. And there was—I remember. I mean, there was without naming names, but there was some chick there.
2: Should I not have said those names? That I just said? No, they're fine because
1: you weren't like, "And I fucked Vince Vaughn." (laughs) 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 Uh, There was a chick there though who, like, God knoweth why. Because at this point, oh, imagine. Yes, at this point in the addiction too. The teeth started kind of going from time yeah. to time. Muse would show up with a tooth missing and a tooth missing and a tooth missing. It was like, <laughs> are you boxing? What is, are you in fight club? What's going on? <laughs> um, and it, it was, uh, I guess you'd have them pulled to get dr- drugs, no? Or what, what was the exact well, no, thing?
2: <laughs> no, they would, they were just cause when I was younger that my mom never like brought me to the dentist or anything. So I was like 15 when I moved in with my aunt. She brought me to dentist and I had like fourteen cavities or something crazy, right. and I got um I got root canals. And then I remember like you know three years, four years later, they started like breaking my teeth, and the the root canals would come
1: out, the little fucking fillings and shit. And then I just started wait. Are you sure you had root canals or just fillings? When you say root canals, fillings.
2: Sorry, I'd get fillings. I'd get those fillings. The fucking. You shit didn't have inside. any
1: root canals when you were a kid though.
2: Uh, and the fillings they drill yeah, in fill. and they get yeah and they put the fillings in or whatever and then because they hollow out the middle and there's, there's shit the shit would fall out and the teeth would break and then uh, yeah when I got drugs they just got even weaker and then at that point yes they would break and then you'd be like we could fix it but at that point I'd be like no just pull it because it's gonna break again and because I wanted drugs so it was like a 50-50 thing drugs and because I just didn't want to go back again at that point I so it wasn't just it wasn't just it selfish in. it was also practical at the, at the time, not knowing that later on in life that, like, up here, my bones started to shrink and they couldn't put posts in the back and mm-hmm. only in the front. And, Cause what happens anyway. if you
1: pull tooth out, the bone, unless you replace it, the bone will start receding. Yeah. And so after years and years, I guess the bones start receding. Yeah, in the back and shit, so it's
2: horrible. But anyway.
1: Um, okay, so we're, we're, uh, leaving can finally, uh, after we screen and we did a bunch of press and you didn't have to do any press. Um, but Again. we're on the plane. Remember? Oh, oh! I forgot about the chick. You, you interrupted me. Okay. No, you your fucking your mouth yeah. is at this point at dogma at the dogma can screening. You've got a missing tooth either right here or right here, noticeable. Like if you smile, like hello, and you got a black yeah, right here, uh, kind that yeah. of. Tone. That was from a lemon head too. That busted on a lemonhead. Yes.
2: It was from Justice. Eleven Heads, like the yellow, yeah, it was like <laughs> the couch, <Totally laughs> karma weird. from the couch, um, but yes, go ahead, so yes. You were sucking on just went, <laughs> Well, not yet, yeah, I was like sucking on it and I was like going to bite into it when it got smaller into that soft chewiness and I was like, and all of a sudden it was like, boink. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Hello.
1: You were like fucking it. Brundlefly, no, man. You'd take pieces of yourself, put them in the medicine cabinet. <laughs> Goodbye, Jay. Um, we're leaving. Uh, I keep wanting to leave. Yeah, The girl? Yes. There's a girl uh, who, even in your fucking roofless and toothless condition, was goodly enough to be like, all right, let's fuck. And the way I heard the story the next morning was it started... And then you were just like, I don't want to do this anymore because you were so fucking bombed about not having drugs. And she felt kind of weird. And she was just like, "Okay." And she went to stop. And you're like, no, no, no. Hold on. Let me finish. (laughs) (laughs) So you finished. And then you fucking rolled over and went to sleep. And she was like, "Okay." And, and this chick was, she was a cool chick too. And then she hung around still. She hung around. And, and, and so watched weird. you, you know, to make sure you were okay because mm. she could tell something was clearly wrong. And I'm sure she was sitting there mm. as she watched you like fucking toss, turn, go through DTs mm. and roll off the bed onto the floor, mm. then pull both covers off two beds on top of you. Yeah. And the mattress. Yeah. <laughs> like you created this little shanty fort and shit and she's watching the whole time going like I can't believe I let him put his dick in me like <laughs> unbelievable she did she yeah. stayed there watching the whole time <clears throat> um she took off uh, eventually we took off eventually we're flying to London first cuz we flew from Nice to London then from London we're going to go back to Jersey so we're we um doing the Nice to London leg and it's you know, like maybe an hour hour and a half something like that it's a real quick cops, it's like going from here to to uh, San Francisco and the whole time on the flight you're twisting fucking turning you get up Mm. go to the bathroom come back you're doing the fucking involuntary shake thing looking like you got Tourette's and whatnot and then finally they're like we're coming in for a landing you know everybody take your seats seat belts you know trays and blah 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 i look out the window and the ground is fast approaching us like we're about to literally land it's not like We're at 5,000 feet or something like that. We're about 50, 100 feet off the fucking ground. I look out the window over there, and you're in the aisle going into the overhead compartment, (laughs) grabbing a blanket. And the chick, the stewardess and the steward guy up front, they start screaming back. They're British, and they're just like, sir, take your seat you have to sit down and you're like I'm doing it you know and you <laughs> grabbed your fucking bag she's like if you don't sit down you're going to be arrested when we pulled into the gate and you're like fuck yous you slam the thing go sit in the fucking seat and you're like yeah I'll be a limey
0: you know.
1: <laughs> and you just sit there bitterly and shit playing fucking lands uh, mercifully we weren't escorted off but boy well do you remember it's... too that I asked at
2: first I was like I want a wheelchair <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're like, is your friend crippled? <laughs> well, I, was I was like, looking, if he is, that so crippled between Nice and here. <laughs> well, no, my
2: stomach hurts so bad that I fucking remember. I was just like, and they're like, you right. I was like, I want a wheelchair. Plus, because I didn't want to wait because we were at the back of the plane, right? Sort of towards the back of the plane anyway, and it was a huge plane, and I knew I would have to wait, and I just did not want to wait. All I wanted to do was land and get home so I can get drugs right. like
1: but I mean but la- once London. you land in London it's another like 6 hours to get back home so it Didn't wasn't like, like we could land you could get off the plane you're like ah. it was like <laughs> sir you have 6 more hours before you can have drugs
2: it was miserable
1: it was pretty bad that was 1999 10 years later in 2009 you and I are location scouting for a movie called A Couple of Dicks which would later be called Cop Out um, you came to New York, uh, after, uh, we talked about, like, maybe you find, you were like, is there anything I could do in the flick? And I was like, ah, there was one part I wanted you to play, which was the part yeah. that Sean William Scott played, Dave. Um, but the studio definitely had another idea and whatnot. So I was like, yeah that's cool. Um, you can't do that. Maybe we'll find something else for you to do. And I wanted to find something else for you to do because I'd been feeling so bad for the last, I would say six months to a year, you'd be coming up to my house post Zach and Mary. Um, up to the library. This is when I started smoking weed. So it was definitely post Zach and Mary after the release of Zach and Mary. Um, and we'd sit around and chit chat, but the chit chat was so depressing because it was always just like, I'm broke, man. I got no cash. I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. I'm going to pay for that. And like, just feels weird to be working all this time and have no fucking money. Every conversation eventually come back to money or something not fucking working or blah, blah, blah. and, And, you would leave and I would sit there and feel really bad I would just like why did I do it I dragged that fucking kid out of New Jersey and put him in movies and I couldn't sustain it like at a certain point like Jane, saw and Bob go away this kid's got nothing else no other training this is what you were like a hockey player who <clears throat> retires like an old hockey player more from the 50s <laughs> 60s 70s When they hang up their skates back then, they had no training to do anything else. Since then people have diversified, create businesses and blah blah blah. Like even Bobby Orr went on to be a sports agent. Whatnot? But when he first got out, he didn't know what to do, and most of them aren't trained for anything else. Same thing you you were trained very specifically for one thing, to be Jay in movies. And once that stopped Suddenly, there was, I don't know, it seemed like all the joy had kind of gone out of you. Like, all the fun was gone. And I felt so bad. I would sit there going, like, it was a shitty thing. I should have just left them in Jersey doing roofs. Like, how do I, you know, there's the expression, how do you keep them down on the farm once they've seen Paris? Like, I showed you Paris. And eventually, you had to go back to the farm. And by Paris, I don't mean Paris Hilton. I mean like <laughs> the lights and shit like that and the career and the possibilities. And suddenly that didn't seem to be happening any, anymore. We weren't doing Jay and Bob, so you were doing series of smaller independent flicks. And, and, and um, we'd done Zack and Miri, but it didn't really kickstart anybody. It's not like the movie did a hundred million bucks and suddenly we all took a jump. Um, all those discussions at the house, I would just sit there and be like, God almighty, like I've ruined his life. I literally ruined his life, man, uh, because maybe he might not have gotten into drugs if he hadn't been in those movies. And now he's sitting out here in Los Angeles with nothing to do. Like, you know, he's not really qualified to do anything except be in movies. And he's not getting uh, work enough to sustain a living out in Los Angeles, which was expensive. And I remember literally being like, have you ever thought about going back to New Jersey? And you were like, Why would I do that? I don't want to go back there. I was like, Well, I think it's the cost of living's probably easier out there. And you're like, No, no. You didn't want to give up. You're still fucking very into it and whatnot. But there was a lot of like, Are you sure Jay and Silent Bob are over? And I was like, Yeah, yeah,
0: we're 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 done,
1: dude. We're done for the time being. And, and you're like, What do you mean for the time being? I've heard you say clerks three. And I was like, Well, that would be more Brian and Jeff, but I doubt we'd be in it. And you're like, Such a mistake. And you're like, You saw what happened when Jane and Silent Bob were in Jersey girl, you know. <laughs> so um I, I remember you would leave i would talk to Jen. I would just be like i feel so fucking bad like i, I he leaves and i just feel down she's like well don't let him come over i was like that's not <laughs> you deal with that kind of thing you know you face it head on the other weird thing um because i was misreading a sign clearly Um, in July of two thousand eight I became uh I started smoking weed on a regular basis, something I'd never really done before. And after Zack and Miri came out and didn't make a hundred million, I became a Waken baker and started smoking a lot more. So you would come over and I would constantly be smoking weed and that was something new for you to deal with. Now the good news is that was not your the chink in your armor, you give a fuck less about it. We'd go outside and chit chat. And um and I just remembered like on Zach and Miri that time when Somebody lit a joint in the room and you like immediately put your shirt over your face and fucking took off and whatnot. And it, it wasn't happening, but I chalked that up to maturity more than anything else. I was like, well, he can handle being around weed now. Good for him. He's growing and I'm regressing. Um, that wasn't really the case though, which we would find out later on. Um, since you were looking for work and since I was just like, I can't put him in the Dave role, but maybe I can bring him out there. I was like, what do you think about being a member of the gang? one of Po' Boy's gang. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm not Mexican. I was like, well, you could be. (laughs) And you're like, oh, makeup? And I was like, yes, makeup. But not only makeup, but you could think about fucking driving stunts. You're like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, this guy, the part that you'd be playing requires a little bit of stunt driving. You're like, let me do it. Let me do it. Let me get the stunt bump. Stunt bump was a term that we were taught on mall rats by Boba Pisa, who was a stunt coordinator. If the actor did their own, you know, lame stunt, like take a fake punch or something like that. Nothing really egregious. They would, uh, give you a couple bucks and, and it was introduced to you on your second film ever, which was my second mm-hmm. film ever. Um, and because it was introduced, it seemed like, well, this is what's done. I've gone to so many movies since then, and I've never heard the term stunt bump. And every time you're on a movie with me, talking to the stunt guy, you're like, I'll do it. Can I get a stunt bump? And the guy's like, what do you mean? Pads or something like that? And he's like, no, man, a stunt bump. Like, you give me a little something for doing it. And he's like, this fucking guy talking about? <laughs> didn't he get paid by production? I was like, Stunt Bump is, if he did his stunts on Mallrats, they'd give him a little extra bit of money. And I thought it was the same stunt <laughs> <thought it> <laughs> He met fucking yeah, met Gary, too. He never worked with, the, well, he had worked with I Gary with Garrett, on Dogma, but on Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, you were like, Gary, give me a stunt bump. And he's like, what are you talking about? You're like, remember on Mallrats? He was like, I didn't work on that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I'm like, yeah, man, you could conceivably be, be the guy driving the car if you would get, you could get a stunt bump. And I thought it was a really cool idea because I, you've always been more interested in that than acting. Like you've always, whenever we're making a movie over here, you're like, what are those dudes doing? Blowing shit up and getting beat up. You know, it appeals to something in you where you're like, I like that world and shit. So I was like, this might be a cool thing. Put him on this and maybe he gets an in with the stunt people and maybe he transfers over to fucking stunts or something like that. Something he would enjoy doing, keeping busy. So, I talked to the production. I'm like, yeah, yeah, great, man, great. They're like, why is he, why are you gonna put him in makeup? I was like, we don't want anybody to know it's him, but he, you know, he wants to do it and shit. And they're like, uh, well, in order to do the stunt thing, we're gonna have to send him to stunt school. And I was like, well, he would fucking love that, you know? That'd be awesome. I was like, how long is it? He? He's like, ah, it's about two days. They just learn to teach you how to fucking stunt drive and shit like that. It costs about 10 grand. And I was like, oh, well, he ain't got no 10 grand. They're like, Kevin, production pays for it. I'm like, send that man to stunt school, you know? <laughs> so you came out uh to the production and and to meet everybody and whatnot you were back east for something some speaking engagement or something like that and so you came up to new york and we went out scouting one day i brought you with me and i these were all pretty much new people on cop out dave klein we've worked with before many times but everyone else was pretty new to us and 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 i had only known them for about a a week at that point or something like that so when you came out they got to see our dynamic at work, and most of the, you know, the world sees us as Jay and Silent Bob, or like, oh, those two dudes are in movies together and shit, and they happen to be friends as well. Um, but people don't really know the true dynamic of our relationship, which at times has been more paternal, father-son. At times it's been more like uh, you're an employee. Uh, at times it's been more like I have to tell you what to do or else you will kill yourself. So it's it's different all the time. The dynamic they saw was you were in assistant mode that day. You wanted to be helper J and shit. So you kept coming up to me everywhere and you're like, You want me to get you something to drink? And I'd be like, if I was thirsty, I'd be like, Yeah, all right, what do you get? Oh, yeah, give me your water and then you'd take off, go get a water and shit. Like, that. or sometimes I'd be like, No, no, I'm good and then would keep scouting. But the people that we were with kept looking at us so strangely, you know, Later <laughs> like, they were just like, in real life, the fat one bosses the little one around. <laughs> this ain't like the movies at all the fat one seems to be the brains of this you know um but they all loved you and shit like that everyone got along you're an instantly lovable guys i've said billion dollar heart nickel fucking head billion dollar heart um these cats uh mike and ray instantly fucking fell for you everyone was like way into it yeah this is gonna be great let's totally do this you were lined up to go to the stunt program and whatnot and they actually took pictures of you in costume and put like a cholo mustache on you and shit and it was convincing you actually kind of look you were really deeply tan so it was kind of convincing i was like he passes isn't he passing and everyone lied to me yeah he totally passes so it was all set great guns ready to go you took off you're going back to los angeles for a little bit because you weren't gonna be a whole run of show you were gonna miss the first like two weeks because we didn't require you but then when you came out you were gonna stay for the whole time and you were like can i be your assistant after i'm done shooting And I was like, that's going to weird everybody out, dude. (laughs) Like, it's going to weird enough that fucking, like, Jay is playing a cholo, you know, in the movie, and Silent Bob's not even in it and shit. (laughs) And he's stunt driving. You know, it'd be really triply weird if all of a sudden afterwards they see you bringing me coffee. I don't even drink coffee, you know, so. Um, so, uh, I was like, you could just hang out though. You're like, well, fucking Malcolm gets to hang out the whole show. Can I be Malcolm this time? And I was like, well, if you're Malcolm, who's Malcolm going to be? And Malcolm's <laughs> like, get out of my gig, you know, because he wanted to be there. So, um, you went back and you were going to come out when it was time to shoot. And then we did so well in our pre. We were so far ahead of schedule and whatnot that, I was able to carve five days out for myself right before we started rolling to go home. So I came back here and whatnot and just to relax for five days, do other shit, everything that was non cop out related or at that time a couple of dicks related. And that's when I got a call from, uh, Jordan. Jordan found me first on iChat. Um, and then she was like, are you busy? And I was like, yeah, I'm in town for a little bit, man. Your man's coming out. Um, and, and he's going to shoot. He told you about it, right? Stunt driving. You had almost been to or about to pass i think you passed the seven year of sobriety mark and you know it was you had been clean since you went back to that rehab in jersey around the time of uh jersey girl when we were in post-production on jersey girl and it had been like seven years of no troubles no relapses um no issues here later in life you were starting to come up to these issues of like i don't have any cash not enough work and blah 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 and i remember feeling like Oh shit, man, that's, that's not, that's just Muse dealing with middle age. Like, I remember going like, well, that's just like, Muse is now, it's sad, I would say, because Muse has to deal with the vagaries and realities that everybody else does. Like, normally, he was very sheltered. You lived yourself in a box. Shit. Got taken care of for you and whatnot. And so you were sitting there in my house all the time talking about, like, got no cash, I don't know how to pull this together, i got to pay this off. And it was all bills and and fucking midlife-oriented. You sounded like a grown-up and shit, but not the good grown-up, kind of like my dad more than anything else. So, you know, I, I, you having a gig or coming out to combat, I thought she'd be fucking thrilled with. Big fucking paragraph. And she's like, before you get into this, you and I should probably have a discussion I think Jason is up to no good and here's why. And she listed a bunch of things and I get past the second sentence and I'm just like, Oh God, I can't, I can't do it. Like I'm going to make a fucking movie right now. I can't do this. I just literally fucking got home. And what do you mean he might have fallen off? It's been seven fucking years of fucking sobriety, blah, blah, blah. I said, just come over here and let's talk. Jordan came to the house and she sits there and starts breaking down and talking about you know, you go out for coffee for long periods of time. Don't come back. You know, when you do come back, you're spacey. The money is missing. You know, and I was just like, I know I feel bad. I mean, I, I, he did, the work doesn't seem to be there. She's like, what are you talking about? He's working constantly. And I was like, well, he's always broke. And she's like, I know that's weird. And I started looking into it. I guess over the course of how many months you've been hitting some kind of secret slush fund or taking the money and spending it on what exactly?
2: Uh, Vicodin. When I did was, that happen?
1: I had gotten kidney stones. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it was right It was before Zach and Mary. Mm-hmm. I got it, but I was taking them as prescribed. So I was like, yeah, sorry, I know what it was. It was before Zach and Mary. Remember, I had the surgery on my mouth first. And yes. then, because then I we was worried about the, the have been, but anyway, so I had surgery. You had your
1: teeth done. Again, yeah, my right teeth already
2: done, and I was worried. And anyway, so I had surgery then, and then I had the, the and I was taking my prescribed. Right before then, but I sort sure of was getting weird where I was enjoying it and was like counting every four hours because, you know, in the in the the program, if you're. If you take them as prescribed, as long as you take them as prescribed, then you're not relapsing. You know, if it's two every four to six hours, you know, you got to take them two every four or six hours. So I remember it was like four hours on the button towards the end. Then we did Zach and Miri and I was busy and it was all good. And then I got the kidney stones and then I was like, "Ooh, I get painkillers again as prescribed. But then that time it was like, all right, two wasn't helping. So I even called the doctor and I was like, look, if I need, it says two every four to six hours. Um If I take three, two's not really helping. So if I take three, I'm going to relapse and lose all my time. So he wrote three Three every four to six hours. So I could take three Vicodin. Mm-hmm. Um, and that lasted about a week. And then I was like, ah, oh, well, he already wrote three. I'm not going to call him again. I'll just take four. Technically, I'm not, but I, cause I really am in pain. But then that like four, the three and the four sort of got me that high feeling that I really like. And then it was just sort of over with. Then I wind up taking five, six, and then I started sneaking away to Starbucks. And next thing you know, I, I got up to I was taking about 70 to 100 a day. Pills? Of Vicodin a
1: day, yeah. Now seven. Now explain the process of taking 70 to 100. Are you breaking the seal off this or are you just taking them? Like, cause back in the no, day with oxy, you used to break the seal and snort yeah, it. Yeah, you don't do that. But with this you don't do is you just take it normally, as well not normally as prescribed, obviously. But <laughs> but you yeah. take it orally the way most people would. That always fascinated yeah, me about like the oxy, like yeah. you breaking them open. Like I'm like, wow, not only is he abusing them the way it's prescribed for them to be used. He's abusing them, but not even putting them in his mouth. He's putting them up his nose yeah. in a weird way. No, you can't
2: snort these because there's Tylenol in them and stuff. Right. And that was sort of my thing at first. I'm like, all right, well, I, I fucked up, but I'm not that bad because I'm not doing Oxycontins and I'm not shooting heroin. Um, But, you know, then after I was taking 35 in the morning, just when I woke up at once.
1: Now, what do you take 35 pills with? And what what's the milligram of each at this point? they
2: are 10 milligrams each.
1: Okay. So, so there were narcos. They're yellow. They're called narcos and they're 10
2: milligrams because there's like five milligrams, 7.5s and 10 milligrams. So you, were taking so I was how many taking, in the morning? I was taking about, th- I had to take 35. When I, I was so up that's to like 35 at one. 350
1: milligrams of Vicodin? Of hydrocodone. Of hydrocodone, which yeah. is what? It's like a hydro,
2: hydro, is there, there's to ox. Yeah, there's hydrocodone, I believe. So
1: yeah, so it's the,
2: so I was taking that in the morning and then How about does your stomach
1: handle 35 fucking pills? I don't know And do you do them at once?
2: I think that the whole Paris trip just fucking coated my stomach to fucking steel <laughs> so from now on I could fucking eat crap like poop and Semen and yeah, man. You're know. like a, you're kind of like narcos. a, you're like a
1: degenerate superhero, man.
2: <laughs> I can suck cocky poop and
1: eat narco. I'll put
2: anything in my mouth.
1: Um, what? How does one take 35 pills? Do you take them like five at a clip, or do you do 35? No, straight? 35 at once. That's like eating a fistful of yeah. M&Ms without chewing them. Yeah, I've hard. never done that. You know. <laughs> um. What, uh, how long does it take for 35 pills to kick in? About 20 minutes, half, it's about 20
2: minutes, half hour. I'd start feeling that, that rush. Mm-hmm. So here, my problem is I realized doing these more so than, I mean, I always knew I liked the rush of shooting dope and, and snorting oxy's. That's why I snorted, it and not swallow it. But I really, I got up so high because I, Cause I want the rush, so I would right. take five. I'd get that little rush that I like, and I don't even necessarily like the high afterwards. You know, like an hour later, hour and a half, when I'm a little buzz and I'm like a little foggy and stuff like that. Um, I like the rush when it first hits me. Like I feel this like burst of. What does it feel am- like? It feels like right when you're about to come, if you are coming, and eating fucking M&M's and a fucking Twinkie. No, I know you just, just did that
1: for my benefit, you know. Like, if you're telling a thin person the experience, you're like, it's like coming and coming again. But for me, you're like, it's like coming and, well, eating. You know? And I'm like, oh! I like these drugs.
2: It's like smoking a joint and
0: pooping. Oh! <laughs> bathroom, in the hallway. <laughs> oh! Sign me up.
2: <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's um, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's I don't know. It's like a. I guess I guess it's like when you first. I don't know. I don't know what. I guess it's not like smoking weed. Weeds. I don't know. What? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Weed's sort of fun after, after you're smoking, you start getting a little high. I don't know. You sort of get a rush because it's all hit you at once. So. Right. Um, How long does it last? I would say four, I'd say five, six hours. Depends if I got really messed up. Like if I, sometimes I'd take them too close
1: together and that's when. Oh, when you're punching air and
0: shit. Yeah.
2: Like that's. When you uh, go
1: fucking like a zombie. That's how many milligrams? That, well,
2: that's see. Right, I would take thirty five, and then I'd wait like five, like six, seven hours, and I would take another thirty five. But sometimes I'd be like, I don't really feel so well. I'm a little starting to get a little sweaty. I'm not a hundred percent, and I would take them too close together. And that's when I, even though I sort of knew it was not, it has only been four hours. And then I would take another 35 or 30, and then I would, that's when I'd get like that. But if I waited seven hours, it would be like, I'd get that whole rush, and it would be like, start doing it all over again, at like in the morning. Right. Um, and then sometimes if I stayed up till two, three in the morning, I would even want to do more. Like, so if I woke up at nine, did them, and then I did more at like three or four, and then I'd want to do more at like 11 or 12 at night, let's say. Right. So at some points I was taking, you know, a hundred in one day.
1: Now, where? What is the process? Where does somebody fucking secure that many pills?
2: I don't know where the person I was getting them from got them from, but right. he, this person I was getting them from, just had like jars full. Like, I, I don't even know where he would get so many. He would like he would have like, let's say, he'd be able to probably fill like four or five of those little uh, waters up with vikes. Pints. Yeah, like he would be able to take five of them and just be like there'd be days where he'd be like, yo, uh, you know, I have to go do this first. I'll be there in like an hour and a half. I'd be like, come on, man. Like, I'll just meet you right now. Like, I'll meet you oh, on the I'm, way. To I've been you. on yeah. the receiving end yeah. of your
1: negotiations, man. You're the easiest person in the world to negotiate with because you're always negotiating from a position of not having or something like that. Mm. So you're always like, I'll do whatever you want. I'll suck your dick. Down <laughs> <in." Yeah. laughs> um, what is uh? What have you you described to me once the process of uh, buying drugs that involved a, a, a fast foodery and a, a cab of some sort or a car, or a rental vehicle or something? Like where did you go? You would go and meet some dude in a parking lot or some such shit.
2: There was a Burger King, and I said, "Well, well, that was when I used to do. That was back in the day when I used to go do Dub. There was right. downtown this new situation I had met." he, uh, he worked at a coffee, he owned a coffee shop, like a little mom and pop so coffee shop. There, so I would go there and then after a while he'd be like, yo, I don't, I'm I guess too many people were coming, which is very interesting because I would sit there sometimes for a while and wait for him to get there. And the people I would see in this town, of course, I don't want to say, but the people like that are all over that people here would know, too. You saw some high-profile people. High yeah, yeah. Profile like coming profile. in and being like, going in and coming out, going in and coming out. And are they seeing
1: birds. you, too?
2: Um, not so much.
1: You're hiding in the shadows like a ninja and shit? Yeah, you wearing like, those field outfits they wear, or the snipers, <laughs> all hay and whatnot.
0: They fucking was, leave,
1: uh, you stand up, give me drugs.
2: I would hide and shit, as a big coffee cup in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> and they do
0: <and> fucking... <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, so no, they, I mean, I don't think people, so, but anyway, yeah, so I would go there and I don't know where he would get it. So, but yeah, that that's happened and that last year. Now hold on, um,
1: 350 pills, how much that cost?
2: 350 pills. Well, how
1: much is it per pill? Do you know what? Uh, so, yeah, it is.
2: It's, um, no, I wasn't doing 350. Where did the 350 come from, the number of 350? Uh, we I'm said so 350
1: milligrams, so uh, oh, yeah, 30 yeah. pills. So How the, much would thirty pills
2: cost? So at the at the very, I would need at least at, when I got bad, really bad, it was at least at the minimum I'd be able to do seventy. I would say sixty. I'd be able to get away with a day, and they're four dollars a pill.
1: So do the math, because I can't.
2: Ah, uh, so four ten times four is twenty. <laughs> right? <laughs> wait, did I, wait, did I,
1: Five times six is thirty. Four seven times four. (laughs) How much how much they four bucks a pill? Four dollars a pill. And you would do minimum what? What could you get away with? Seventy? So 240 bucks. 240 bucks. 240 bucks, and that would cover you for a six day. hours or a full day? A full day. But that's every day. Every day. And is that, that was the minimum, but in times of having some nice cash, you weren't like, you know, oh, I'll just get by with the bare minimum. I'm sure you were like, give me fucking
0: three times
2: the amount. Well, no, ideally I'd want, I'd want to get, I would go and get like, I don't know, I'd get like a hundred at a time. And Mm -hmm. that would last like a day in the morning, let's say. And then I'd go back and get another hundred and that would last like a day in the morning. So what is, yeah, I don't even know. My math's horrible too, so.
0: yeah, yeah, it was at least
2: least 200 bucks a day, so I don't even want to know. It was like seven days. And how long was this going on? Seven times. (laughs)
1: let Let's say 1500 to $2,000 a week. That was Jordan's estimate when she told me. My fucking brain almost exploded. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I said, I just saw him in New York. He's fine. And she was like, he didn't nod out in front of you? And I was like, I thought he was sleepy. Like, I had literally it had dialed back like back in the day i'd become so good at being able to fucking spot it and shit like that but after Honey, you what,
0: like you're high i know it I yeah, know oh, yeah yeah oh yeah i was
1: like a I was like a father in an after school special and you were shit. the coffee cup i was no, um but, but at that point you'd been clean seven yeah. years as far as i knew so i was just like this was the last thing in the world that i expected like i expected her to be like you know, oh my God, he needs a job. You got to put him in this movie or something like that. She said you okay, had money, and the money you're
2: sucking cock. Yeah, <laughs> you're that. that cock was always. I was always waiting day.
1: for that. Like sooner or later, it's gonna come to. Yeah, I was sucking cock for drugs. Mercifully, well, I don't know. Did it ever come to that? No.
2: <laughs> it didn't. I would tell you. I fuck all the shit I share with the fucking people. I would have no problems. That, that would have been so. That would have been awesome. I could have been I, like,
1: what I, was, I, was it like? Well, see, I didn't. You could suck, have been, I, I have like Malcolm. You could have been my straight avatar in the gay world. I haven't sucked dick for drugs. <laughs> right. But um, when you were sleeping once, yeah, okay. <laughs> you fucking sucked my dick and whispered in my ear. Jane, Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> I woke up. I was like, I'm gonna write a Jane Silent Pop movie. <laughs> Um it was uh it was heartbreaking uh to say the least as she sat there and kind of ran through it and she was crying and mm. trying to be supportive. You're, slapping
0: her. You're like, shut up. Collect <laughs> like,
1: like <laughs> yourself. She hadn't said anything yet. Um but uh at that point uh she finished telling me about it and I just kind of sat there for a second and I, I tried to come up with the best course of action I could and I said, Do me a favor. Uh, call that motherfucker right now and get him here under false pretenses because we're going to do uh, what do they call that thing? We're going to do a two-man intervention on this fucking punk, which is something we'll talk about next week on Jane and Silent Boop. Get old. Thanks for coming out tonight.
0: Ah, oh, come on! Smodco Internet Television, blast your eyelids with the videos aplenty. Get a daily dose of pop culture awesome sauce. Commentary, cartoons, comics, comedy, old shit, new shit. Everything you need to view are askew. Tired of watching a bunch of fucking cat videos? Me too, broski. YouTube.com slash csmod. Smodco Internet Television. Sit happens.